0: Welcome to In The Rising Podcast. I am your host, Bettina Brown, and I am a physical therapist that loves to talk about life, what makes us tick, and what makes us energized to live a fulfilling, independent, successful, successful in the way we define success to be, so that we don't have guilt and regret holding us back. I want to welcome you to the show today, and I'm going to be talking about attraction. Now, I had some other ideas about what I wanted to talk about, and I think it's interesting that I was attracted to the topic of attraction for today. And um, for some of you that may be wondering, is she talking about law of attraction? And in essence, yes, I am. I am talking about the law of attraction and how it relates to Loving yourself, self-worth, self-definition, self-appreciation, self-care. Basically connecting with what you love and envision, which we cannot truly do, I believe, and more and more scientists are showing this per research, that we cannot live our definition of a beautiful life without having some love for ourselves. And for a long time, I'll be honest, I heard law of attraction and I thought that sounds like voodoo or it sounds like, you know, that spiritual kind of yah yah stuff. I'm, you know, woo woo was not really all that fond of it. But Some of the the kind of self-help books I was reading just for my own sake and just because I'm kind of nerdy and interested in things like that, how to open your mind and how to take greater risks and learn new things. They they kept mentioning this attraction and you are what you attract. You, if you raise your vibration, you know, and I thought, how am I going to raise my vibration? Did I even have a vibration? But the more I read about it, the more I began to realize that we use terminology related to the law of attraction every single day. You know, if you've ever heard the idea of karma, you know, karma is going to get them. I'm going to let that go because karma will take care of that situation or they've got bad karma. That's kind of a law of attraction. They've been giving out bad advice producing bad things being mean or a bad person and they will get their their retribution we can leave it alone and then i i realized that that is not a woo-woo kind of thought that you know i i acknowledge you know i i know that everyone has their own beliefs i have said on this platform before that i am a christian but i'm also open to learning and you know even in my own manual which i call my bible because it is the bible but it says law of attraction phrases right in there for example in proverbs 23 7 it says as a man thinketh in his heart so is he well isn't that attraction like the things you think about That's what law of attraction says. You got to think about positive things. You got to keep being optimistic. Yes, there are times in life that you know it's not all about being happy and optimistic. Pain and suffering is still pain and suffering. And I'm not trying to say that's not something worth addressing. But is it worth living in pain and suffering? You know, there's an event, and then some of us take that event and we live that way. We never get over something. We we are out of a relationship for 20 years, but we basically could have broken up with them two minutes ago because that's how, how much it consumes our life today. You know, that family member died five years ago, but for, for us, it was all of five seconds ago. That's not saying we don't need to appreciate these moments in life, but there's a difference within living there. So when I went back to thinking about how a man thinketh, or woman, woman thinketh in their heart that I thought well maybe it's not really um maybe I'm looking too deep into it and then as I'm going through Hobby Lobby which was really one of my favorite places to go when they were open maybe they're open again I don't know but I have this huge poster and it was on sale and I bought this poster and it's Philippians 4 8 and it says whatever is true whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable. If there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. So, that's a lot of positive things, you know. Some people have called me Pollyanna before, and I don't think I've been that Pollyanna-ish before, that, you know, positive, but... It's basically saying go back to what is positive because that is what you will have in your life. And isn't that the attraction? Isn't that what law of attraction is? Think about things that are going to be good. Think about how you can do good for other people. And then you can attract what you give out kind of like that basic, what is it, quantum physics and all the physics, you know, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Well, if you're giving out good, then you can receive good. Now I know there's a bit of a debate that says, well, if you give out good and and I just keep getting used and abused, well, that's where that self-love and boundaries comes into. But just for this sake right now, having the knowledge that what you are producing in your heart and your mind produces with your hands and an action out to the world that can be reciprocated. And one of the things that you can actually do is attract love into your life. And there's a quote by Danielle Light, which I love as a last name. Um, It says, The beginning of love is at the end of resistance. Well, what about all kinds of love? Not just romantic love, but what about if I really want... For example, my son, to grow up and do what I planned him to do. I don't know. Make up whatever I want to. But that's not his cup of tea. That's not even his cup of coffee. Like He is just not interested. My son, for example, absolutely made it clear to me that there is no way he would ever, 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 under any circumstances, and I'm not exaggerating, this is what he told me. He's not even 10 yet. He says, I will never do what you do. I'm so glad that you're a physical therapist, but that is never what I'm going to do. And I will admit to you that he hadn't even been born yet. And I was at the store buying a stethoscope and little models of the human body because I was so excited to show him everything. And it was really disappointing that he wants nothing to do with this. I appreciated his appreciation of my job, but it, it did. It, it did make me feel sad that that was not what he really loved, that he wasn't passionate about it. And it took some time. I put that stethoscope away. In fact, even one Halloween, he was dressed up as a veterinarian. I mean, he was just, I love this, but I put it away. And I realized I don't need to have him be myself or anything in the health field. But I really do need to just have him love and be excited about what he wants to pursue. I needed to stop resisting his plan for his life, not my vision, not my plan, not my goal, not so that my family's like, hey, she's a great mom because of this, and not so that my coworkers are like, wow, your kid is a 4.20 on the honor roll. That's not what it's about that I actually have a greater love and, and respect for my own son by him following his dreams. And this works with partnerships as well, giving your your partner the space to grow into the person they are meant to be. Not in the person that you need to brag about at lunchtime. Just the person they need to be. And it's your responsibility to realize whether you like it or not accept it or not or whether you can live with it but you don't have to quench or pull it together someone else's dreams that you can really love someone just like the saying if you let it go it has that opportunity to be free and that is the best kind of love another thing that you can really attract is money and bob proctor has an awesome quote and he says always remember that money is a servant. You are the master. And this one took me a long time because I was I was chasing after money to pay some bills desperately. Like full-on desperation. Any shift I could work, I did. Any bill that I could just reduce down to bare bones, I did. And yes, I still agree. I don't want to pay my phone bill any higher. You know, AT&T doesn't need more of my money. Neither does the cable company. And I'm just putting that out there. But I'm saying that my idea of what money meant in my life was reversed. I felt that I was the servant to money. And I think when we have that mentality, then that money has a poor poor reputation that that's when we say money is the root of all evil money is nothing money is just currency it's just an exchange but how we view that exchange and i had some really far downs really far downs where i was laying down just just like i don't know how i'm going to make it i don't know how i'm going to make it But having a change in my perception of what money is and what it wasn't and just looking at my bank account, even if it didn't look pretty, and even just having a plan saying, you know, I'm open for alterations, but things are going to be better. And they were. They just kept getting better. And what I love about Bob Proctor is I just heard him on a podcast on another show, and he is a man, he's in his mid 80s. And it was, I think it was Lewis, Lewis Howe, Lewis Howe was doing an interview. I'll have to look it up. But he was getting interviewed by someone named Lewis. And he, you know, Lewis said, well, how do you feel, you know, for your age, how you're doing and Bob Proctor is in his mid 80s and he goes, well, you know, I don't think my age has anything to do with it. I'm just really excited about this project. And he kept on about this, you know, envisioning and and, and this program, this organization he was going to start. And he's already done many, many things and really given back to his community. And you couldn't even help but hear the excitement through the podcast and, and energy like he was excited. And he's like, age has nothing to do with it. And The way he was talking about money, you could tell that he observed, that Bob Proctor observed that money was a means to get what he was wanting, but he wasn't going to chase it. He was going to attract it to fulfill goals. And these goals were going to help many people. So what I also feel is we also attract things to ourselves. And when we don't realize our worth, we don't realize our love, we don't realize our beauty and passion, our own goals in life, then we reject what we're here for. And when we feel rejected, then we often feel that people around us are rejecting us as well. I mean, if it starts with you. And if you don't really believe you can achieve your dreams... You really can't. Have you ever noticed people that make these crazy dreams and everyone calls them dreamers? You'll never make it. You know, sometimes they may not make it to that very tip top, but they made it further than anyone believed they would. You have to aim high. You have to aim high. And this rejection of ourselves when we don't feel we are worth things also feel it makes us feel like we're not capable or not talented. And then we kind of remove ourselves. We give our an excuse, ourselves an excuse to remove ourselves from our circumstances. But we have to be in our circumstances to actually prosper in them. You now, last week I talked about planting seeds to grow your garden of life. If I just pack my stuff and leave my garden, well, then I'm not prospering in that. So having a different view on what you want to attract. And I'm not talking about having your incense going and just thinking, okay, I'm going to have a positive thought, but I don't think any of this is working. But just to recognize how you feel when you are excited about something. And that something can be your dream, that something can be your, your job interview, that something can be that time to just lay down on the couch and veg because you've been working so much. Just anything that it, that makes you feel good in that moment. And remembering that anything we think of, anything that we are having now was once a thought for someone else, and they followed through. From our car, to our light bulb, to this podcast, someone came up with that. We don't know if we're going to have that next great idea, but we may have the stepping stone for someone else. And you just don't know where you belong until you put it out there. And I think there's so much out there that we can place. And starting with ourselves, knowing that we are actually pretty fantastic creatures here on this planet, that we can put things out there that will attract us to be successful, that will help other people. And give us that feeling of whatever our own definition of success is. So whatever is great and wonderful and lovely, pursue that. So thanks for listening today. I appreciate it. I know we all have only so many minutes, right? And you gave me some of yours today. Leave a review and that doesn't have to mean words. You can just leave some stars. I appreciate it. And I will see you guys next day, and until then, let's keep building.